0: Choosing around one side for the Hawks after a busy trade period it might seem a little bit difficult given the newfound depth that has arrived at Waverley. What happens when there's three of you? trying to make one round one side provided everyone is fully fit minus Chad Wingard. We are about to find out. This is the Talking Hawks podcast, your one-stop shop for Hawthorne audio content. Make sure you subscribe to the pod or you follow it. However your podcast provider asks you to get involved, you can get involved. And of course on the socials, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram is where you're going to be able to react to this side. Let us know of your differences and all of those good things. I'm looking forward to this. Smithy and I did it last year and there was a little bit, bit of debate but I had to get the two rising stars of Talking Hawks on to get them fully involved we'll start with a man whose love for Sam Mitchell is only rivaled by new recruit Jack Innovant. so I'm going to be interested to know who wins the love stakes there his name's Mitch how are you great man
1: I'm very well mate and it's definitely Sam Mitchell for now we'll see what Guinea does in the brown and gold but yeah definitely Sam for now
0: are you worried that Guinea might be more in love with Sam Mitchell than you are, though? That, no, nah,
1: not possible. Not possible. Not, not
0: possible. No, just <laughs> no. straight up, no. no? No,
1: not possible.
0: Okay. And we've also got the other rising star, a woman who doesn't know what she's happier about, the fact that Jack Gunston's back or her man Will Day won the best and fairest. And I'm going to put her on the spot now and ask which one gives her more joy. Welcome to you, Lauren. And which one which one has given you a, a greater sense of happiness over the offseason, your man winning the PCM or... Uh, your man back in business in the number nineteen.
2: I think I'd say Gunston, just because they could get another PCM in the next couple of years, but we're never going to get Gunston back again. Yeah.
0: Think, think, we'll be shattered hearing that, Mitch. <laughs> it's he's worked his he's worked his ass hey, off for twenty three weeks to get don't
1: this. Worry, don't worry about another PCM, mate. He's coming for a brown low soon. So yeah, it's exactly. got bigger and better things on the horizon.
0: Oh, uh, he does. The great man. All right. So this is going to be pretty easy for those playing along at home. We're going to probably lock in a considerable amount of positions. First of all, let's be honest. Is there really going to be a debate over the key forward, for example, uh, as we move through, but we're hoping the further we get into this, the the better it's going to be, the more disagreement. And if you don't reckon we're going to fight for our players, clearly you have not listened to a- any of us before. So this is going to be interesting, but We're going to start with a few locks. Mitch, I'm going to go to you. Is there someone on your list that you are just locking in no matter what position, no matter what player? Is there someone that stands out as they're making this side no matter what?
1: Yeah, well, I've often said that the first person picked in my side is Blake Hardwick. Uh, He just missed a consistent uh, and therefore I'd probably go an easy one, it maybe. Uh, full forward, but I'm just going to say, no, Blake Hardwick is, I've, I've always said uh, my best way to describe him is he's the first person picked in the side. So I'm going to say Blake Hardwick in the back pocket.
0: The uh, the man on the whiteboard that doesn't move, which we like. We like Dimmer. Uh, shout out to Smithy who nearly hit Dimmer with his car driving down to Morwell to go watch the Pies in the preseason game. So that would have been a difficult one to explain, but anyway, uh he's all good dimmer and dominating uh lauren i'll go to you next is there someone that stands out to you from a uh from a lock point of view who's just not moving off the whiteboard at all
2: i got to go day don't i i have to really you have
0: to after that intro i think you have to yeah for sure make it up to him yeah absolutely where are we here's the question though where are we putting wilba are you because he's the sean he's the modern day sean burgoyne we could put him anywhere
2: yeah or either as a follower on the center
0: yeah, we'll put him in the guts. I reckon I like it. All righty. Now it's uh, I've, I might introduce a little bit of debate here because this might be uh, where we put this guy. But um, and unless you port Adelaide or your GWS with Stephen I kind of feel like we need to put our captain on there reasonably quickly. The debate is though is is he at centre half back or are we putting him in a pocket or a flank? How many key position players are we playing? What are we thinking? I'm centre half back for round one, unless we play Carlton or the Western Bulldogs, which I don't think we'll play Carlton because round one usually we play Richmond or they play Richmond. I should say. What what are we thinking about? sis Mitch, start with you. Where are we putting the skipper?
1: Yeah, centre half back, mate. Set and forget.
0: Set and for- set and forget. I like it. We're bringing super coach turns out. I don't mind it. Lauren, are you in agreement or are we uh, are we going to have a little bit of a debate here?
2: Yeah, we won't get into the debate just yet because I am in 100% agreement with half Halfback fee. Sis?
0: I like it. I like it. All right, let's do another round of locks, I reckon, because we've got plenty to get through. Mitch? Yeah, there, I think there's a free hit here for you, mate.
1: Apologies. I was just having a little bit of technical difficulty because it was freezing, but I assume you're asking for my next pick. So I'm going to go, Mitch yeah. Lewis.
0: Yeah, I like it. Uh, any debate about where you're going to put him, mate? Just quietly. Uh,
1: yeah. Uh, no, full
0: forward, mate. <laughs> yeah. Good call. Um, <laughs> I like where your head's at. We're earning our money this morning. I like it. Uh, Lauren, another lock for you, please.
2: Ned Reeves in the rock. Thank you very much.
0: <laughs> Bang. I don't mind it at all. So if we're locking in Reva and I don't mind it because he's locked in as the number one ruck in my side as well. Are we worried about Lloyd Meek in 2024 now came to the Hawks being behind Sean Darcy and he's, I think clearly going to be the number two ruck on our depth list. Mitch, what do you reckon?
1: Uh, Yeah, he's definitely got some work to do. Uh, Reeves definitely the number one ruckman, at least for round one. And we'll see how we go. I don't think there's a, a a huge gap between those two, but I think Reeves is still the clear pick for round one. So we'll see what happens at the start of next year. But yeah, if, if Lloyd can't break into this side, it's going to be pretty hard for him. I think. Yeah. I think it's going to be difficult as well. Lauren.
2: Yeah. I, I was been thinking about that recently too, and I wouldn't want him to leave at the end of the year though, because or at the end of 2024, I mean, because we've seen how poorly we go. If we don't have good backup rucks, You know, the last few years, having Cozzy as our main ruck in a few of the games has not been the best for our team's development. So hopefully he can stick around or we can get another in. And can't forget about Ramston, who hopefully in the next year or two should be getting ready to play that ruck role as well. And Troll, of course, too now. Mm.
0: Yeah, absolutely. It's a, I look at Maxi Ramsden and I just see young David Hale, and I'm excited for yeah. what Rammer's going to bring. Yeah, it's <laughs> goosebumps. I'm with you. Um, I'm going to go ahead and lock in the man that Mitchka's called the smartest small forward he's ever seen. Uh, I think Liam's gone with it on the live stream as well, but Punky Brewster's not uh, not leaving this side fully fit. Let me tell you, the man who kicked more goals than Aaron Norton last year, and one of them got an eight year deal. So there you go. Lukey well, Bruce, I don't think there's going to be too many arguments there, folks.
1: Nope. Nah, none whatsoever. He was probably going to be my next in. So, yeah, none, <laughs> no arguments whatsoever.
0: I like it. Uh, let's keep rolling through. Uh, you got another one for us, Mitch?
1: Yeah, Newcomb, mate. Uh, yep. I, honestly, Hawks I'm surprised he's, it's taken this long for him to come up. But, yes, he's still a lock. Uh, yeah, John Newcomb, straight in.
0: Yeah, I like it. There's there's a bit of like fantasy drafting about that, where it's like, how is this bloke fall into the third round of selections here? This is extraordinary. Uh the man with back-to-back uh, Peter Crimmin Medal runner-up finishes, and uh, geez, I reckon he's primed to have an All Australian season next year. How's that for an early call, uh, Lauren? Back to you.
2: Uh I guess it would have to be on brand to say Gunston. Yeah, yeah as I like... well. <laughs> I
1: like it. Where does he, uh, where does he go?
2: Yeah,
0: that's a good um,
2: question. Half on the half forward line, probably. Half, half yeah. Forward, yeah, half, half
1: forward. Half forward, center half forward. Not center half forward. Yeah, oh,
2: flank probably. I like
1: yep, I like it.
0: The uh, the the man who all third tools in future drafts get compared to now, because he's probably <laughs> the best in the last twenty years that we've seen. I like it. Um, look, someone's got to go the relatively boring option, and uh, I'm happy to do that and lock in Jimmy Blank uh, at fullback. He's just going to take care of the monsters and a, a bit like Chip Frawley in that 2015 final series. Just stop your opponent and please do not try to kick the footy in the corridor at all. Love you, Blanky. Not part of your skill set, my friend.
2: No. No.
1: Very, no. very true.
0: Uh, <laughs> it's it's I- knowing your role. That's what we, That's what we go with, and he does his beautifully.
1: Exactly. Okay. Uh, I'm gonna go for probably another obvious one. Um, to me, the two wingers are probably uh pretty simple, but definitely the easier of the two would be Carl Amon. Carl, oh, the great man. Jeez, what a first season. Smithy's man, he'll he'll be happy that I've picked him.
0: He he will he will enjoy the fact that you've reached on him a little bit here and you've just gone. Let me take care of you, big fella. He he's with us in spirit, Smithy. Let me tell you the CEO of the Carl Amon fan club. Uh and if Cody is listening. Who we, know, who we know is staunchly coming for that CEO role, it's still owned by our men. It, it could slip at any time. So it's if Smithy's one thing, he can't be comfortable. We know this, Mitch. Yeah, you're, you're a fantastic golfer, my friend. You start feeling confident on the golf course, things are going to go wayward quickly.
1: It's, some would say the beginning of the end, yes. Yeah. <laughs>
2: yeah, I like
0: it. <laughs> <laughs> Back to you, Lauren.
2: Yes, um warps is the easy one, two.
0: Are we putting him in the guts with Jai, Day and Reva? Yep. Yep. Right. That'll
2: be that'll be the first bounce round one next year, those four.
0: I like it. I like three. it a lot. Mm. Pretty handy group considering we were third for Center Clarence differential last year, which um yeah, which is some of the worst tanking I've ever seen. How we've kept our draft <laughs> picks is extraordinary. Uh, <laughs> uh, all right. I, uh, I think I'm going to go in this department. I think I'm going to be the first to go with a recruit, uh, but there's a forward pocket spot that is crying out for a number 33. We've had Cyril. We've had Brocky and Mitch. I know we disagree on this, but we've got to put Jack in, in, in that forward pocket, fully fit round one AFL. Please let us play Collingwood. Let them unfurl the flag. Finn goes to Dacos. Guinea kicks the first, pulls at the jumper. May it's on. Braden Maynard gets (laughs) upset because why wouldn't you? Um, he'll have his reasons and footy is back. Oh, I need it to happen.
1: I like it. I like it. Mm. Guinea is, uh, definitely, I think straight into our best side. Like you said, forward pocket, um, Matt, if we do draw Collingwood round one, then that would be pretty good. But I think that's unlikely, but hey, we'll see.
0: I think it is. Well, considering the AFL are trying to implement an opening two game and then yeah. on the like GWS and Collingwood and I think someone else and then having like the week off, well, not the week off, but then waiting a week for the other games to start for reasons I don't really understand, but sh- sure.
2: Yeah, no, nah, I saw that this morning too. I don't don't get what the point of that is. But mm. anyways, we'll huh? see if that even happens.
0: Odds on we get like Gold Coast in Tassie for round one, which would be fantastic for our Tassie supporters. <laughs> but if we're comparing... Sunday. Yeah, yeah, Sunday at one. F- yeah. <laughs> but comparing Gold Coast in Tassie, Collingwood on a Friday night, you know, the, the comparison is is relatively unfair, I think. But Ginevan for mine. So half this side pretty much already done. Back to you, Mitch.
1: Yeah, well... You've just stolen my man. So I'm going to steal yours and go Dylan Moore. Yes. Uh, like, I honestly can't believe you didn't go with him. But anyway, you have, uh, you haven't. So I'm going to uh, right, Dylan Moore, half forward flank,
0: half forward flank. What a man he is. One of the more underrated players. I reckon I love my man. It's I was going to pick him up next. I'm not going to lie to you, mate. He was kind of my hope. He falls to me. <laughs> yep. Oh, there you go. I was screwed anyway. Doesn't matter. But uh, we love the great man. What a player he is! All righty, Jesus, side. I'm already excited about this side. We're half done. <laughs> Extraordinary. Hopefully, we're going to get to a, somewhat of a disagreement soon. But back say no
1: disputes yet, which is interesting. None.
2: All right. So the next person I am going to pick is Nashi. Nashi, and I'm and I'm having him on the bench. As I said, right. um, round round one, first bounce and you can warple reefs, I reckon.
0: Mm. Nashy mm. on the rotation. That's, tell and you what, it's
1: a... when Connor Nash is on the bench, like round one, Connor Nash, like most improved last year, like yeah. an absolute gun. Third and, and in
0: the BNF. Yeah. I mean, I agree
1: with Lauren. He, he, he <laughs> has to go there because of yeah. the other four. Yeah. But him on the bench in round one in a young side just screams depth to me. Mm. Yeah.
2: yeah.
0: I'm with you. Now, I honestly reckon that every spot from here, and to recap, we've got a back pocket, both half back flanks, and I feel like those three are going to be hotly contested. Uh, We've got one wing spot to go. We've got center half forward, and we've got three spots on the interchange. Uh, I'm actually going to go the less controversial out of all those spots. Uh, I'm going to go to center half forward, and if he's fully fit and ready to go, I think this is what we got Marby or Chol in here for. And I think that's where we've got to put him as the second ruck, the centre-half forward, and hopefully with the uh, the Hawthorne-themed streak in his hair, which we spoke about on the live stream.
1: Yeah. Yeah, No arguments there, mate. Like you said, I think that's what we got him for, obviously, because he's out. So we sort of need someone to replace him. Obviously played the centre-half forward role quite a bit this year. So no one else really stands out at the moment. So, yeah, I think that's a pretty easy pick there.
0: So that's the forward line done on field. Gunston, Cholmore, Ginevan, Lewis, Brewst. Anyone else just pumped up seeing that and wishing footy was four days away instead of four months away?
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. I, I
1: certainly wish it wasn't the off season, but hey, that's all
0: right. <laughs> yeah, I like it. All righty. Uh, back to you, Mitch. We've got a back pocket, two halfback flanks, a wing, and three spots on the interchange, and we'll do our sub last.
1: Yeah, I'm going to go with one of my favorite young players in the game. Uh don't know if we'll get a little bit of disagreement, but I'm going to go Josh Weddell. The way in luck. the back po- in the back pocket
0: in the back pocket. I don't mind it. It's
1: it's where we go. Lauren looks shattered. So
2: yeah, look. that's exactly what I was gonna say. Yeah, he that's was right.
1: super last year. Um, got a Rising Star nod as well. I think Daz. Yep. I'm pretty yep. sure if I remember yep. correctly. Yep. Yep. And yeah, I really liked what I saw from him last year. And I think he definitely uh he was probably going to be on the bench had I not picked him uh in the starting sort of 18. But I think he deserves a spot on the field.
0: Comfortable on the field. Nice. Lauren,
1: you were going to pick him as
0: Mitch, uh, as you stated earlier. Were you going to pick him in a back pocket? Yep. Yep. All right. Well, he's going in the back pocket <laughs> then. Not not a whole lot of debate here. So, two halfback flanks, a wing, and three interchange spots to go. So, Lauren, your nomination up next, please.
2: Whoa. All right. I think this one should be pretty uncontroversial. C-Mac mm-hmm. on the bench.
0: Geez, their forward line's looking all right. If, yeah. Co- if Connor McDonald's our seventh forward.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely frothing for that. Ooh.
0: Not not a lot of complaint from me there. Uh, Mitch, I think he has to play personally.
1: Yeah, you have to. Yeah, you have to. Again, it just screams depth again when you, when we're picking him on the bench. You know, probably pretty an easy pick last year or most times also this year. Um, yeah. No arguments. Pretty easy so far
0: the boy from Dufton and I get the feeling it's not going to get easier because I'm going to introduce, I'm actually going to ignore the flanks, the halfback flanks here. I'm going to go to that wing spot because for mine, putting together my 22, this was the biggest debate for me. Uh, And it's a, it's a three-way race. It's Josh Ward V Harry Morrison V CJ. I've got two other guys on my halfback flanks. Uh, Personally, I know CJ might end up there, but, uh, the, I think the best way I, or the best position I can put in currently is a wing. I think those three come down to it. What are we thinking for that wing spot? I am Josh Ward one, probably CJ two, Morrison three in my power rankings. Mitch, your thoughts? I know you're a CJ man.
1: Uh, yeah, I was asked the question during the year on one of the streams if I thought CJ was in our best back six and I gave a pretty blunt no. Mm. Does that mean I think there's not a spot for him in the team? No. So if if we're looking at where he can play. If I don't think he's in the back six, yes, the wing option is uh, is there. However, I am going to agree with you and say that Ward's probably ahead of him at the moment, but he, I would ha- definitely have CJ in front of Morrison. I know he played it at times this year, but doesn't use the ball well enough for me to be on the wing. Uh, Yeah, I- I'm going to say Ward starts there, Uh, but CJ definitely breathing down his neck if he doesn't have the best start to, to next year.
0: Oh, I think we've got a bench debate coming up in about five <laughs> to ten minutes. There, I like it, Lauren. What are you thinking for that second? Wing? Um,
2: yeah. So agree with Ward as that probably number one position, uh, on the wing. But I'm probably more in the camp at the moment of Morrison second, CJ third, in that wing position. If it was a half on the halfback flank, see, you know, see, it'd be a different story. But um, on that wing. He just hasn't had enough experience at the moment. And he's been down on form, injury, lots of different things. So I don't – I just can't see him getting on the wing in round one unless we see a massive Will Day transformation preseason for him in the next couple of months.
0: Yeah, now, Wilbur, it's uh, what a man he is. All right, so Josh Ward on the wing. I didn't think the agreement would be that – would be that consensus uh consensus based i like it so we've got two halfback flank spots left and let me tell you there's about four blokes that could fit in those spots this is going to be interesting plus two spots on the interchange and one sub uh oh no i did josh ward so mitch i'll go to you who's your number one to put on a halfback flank who's your who stands out to you
1: uh, I reckon uh, honestly, it's surprised that it's taken this long to bring him up. I actually feel a little bit bad, but I think Jarmanimpi has to go there, had a really good year last year. I love what he brings in terms of leadership to the back six. So I think Jarman is definitely the next pick for me.
0: Any surprise in his finish in the PCM, I think he was sixth?
2: Um, no, I've got him in that position. I think whether he holds it until the end of the year, Maybe that could be a controversial decision or opinion, Ooh. but um, I don't think if our rebuild's going to plan, he, yeah, I don't know if he's in the team by round 24 next year.
1: Is not you just banking on some youngsters to come through and take his spot?
2: I'm looking at Seamus. I'm, you know, Massimo moving him around. um all those blokes a uh, you know our whatever our pick is what who we get in the draft could also be there um he's got he shows some some leadership which is good but i think um he pro- he had some some poor moments last season that got me a little frustrated that i'd probably rather see a se- first or second year player make than a senior player
0: yeah i don't mind it i I do agree. I actually love that you brought that up, Lauren, about if he's in the side at the end of the year, because I'm with you. I was starting to get a little bit frustrated at the back end of 2023 as well. And then I think he finished sixth in the Peter Crimmins medal. I could be wrong on that, but I kind of looked at it and went, oh, it's higher than I suspected. I remember I remember chatting to you, Mitch, when Dimmer finished runner-up the first time, I think it was 2017 from memory. And we went, really? Dimmer? Okay. Interesting. We know how uh, coaches look at these things internally. And maybe I had a little bit of that surprise and we know how good dimmers become from there. So fingers crossed jars can, uh, can climb. So we locked in MP. We've got one half back spot to go. Lauren, if it was up to you, lead the charge. Who we sh- who should we be putting uh, in that half back spot?
2: Scrim short and I will fight to the death on that. Just about if anyone disagrees.
0: No, I've got Scrim. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I'd like to say that I've got different, just to spice things up. <laughs> I just looked down at my page, and yeah, scrimshaw's there. So, uh, yeah, I I won't disagree. Yeah. <laughs> just, yeah, I would just be doing it for the sake of <laughs> for argument's sake. So I, I won't. No,
0: yeah. no, that's fine. Yeah, scrimmer as well for mine. Uh, potentially floated up eat trade talks. I don't know how serious they were. Uh, I I think Scrim yeah the Bulldogs reportedly a little bit interested might have been involved in maybe a Bailey Smith uh, in that transaction potentially
1: Ooh,
0: uh, but talks fell away with the uh, with the Bazelinka style which looking at this side on paper if you could add Bailey Smith to this interchange bench holy sh- I nearly swore then holy smokes we'll <laughs> go with my goodness anyway he's not there so we won't uh, keep talking about it but we've got two interchange spots left. Uh, To the guys that stand out on my list. Now, I know this one is going to be relatively um, opponent-based, okay? So I'm trying to think of – there are a few clubs that we could play in round one where he might not be required, but considering the roles he was able to do, I'm having Finn McGuinness on my bench. What are we thinking?
2: Yep, he's there too.
0: Okay. I feel like it's cheating if we put him as the sub – Just been like, just yeah, (laughs) we'll wait and see. (laughs) I don't
1: think he, yeah, he's not going to play as a sub because he's not that type of person that can come on and sort of play anywhere. He's got a very specific role in the team, and as you said, it's opponent based. I think there is enough, there is enough teams where there's a role for him that Mm -hmm. he has to go on the bench. If we're looking at the team overall, it will be interesting to see how it plays out. But as I said, I, I think there's enough. Uh, enough stars in sort of each side where you go, okay, we want to tag you, for example, and McGuinness does that better than probably anyone in the league at the moment. So yeah, it doesn't make for great debate, but I'm <laughs> going to agree with you when he goes on the bench. <laughs>
0: uh, I genuinely believe that the only two clubs in the competition where there's no real standout tagging target for him and the way that he tags is Geelong and West Coast. Someone jump in and correct yeah. me if I'm wrong, but doing a quick yeah. little scroll through like Laird, Neil, I'm doing alphabetical order here, Cripp slash Walsh, depending on which one we want to stop, the inside or the outside. Like the, the names just roll um, off the tongue. I mean, unless, unless we let Merritt go free, maybe Essendon is another club to add to that list. But, I mean, Geelong don't have a standout mid. Uh, I don't really think Tim Kelly's going to be the reason we'd lose a game to West Coast given their development. Other than that, 16 out of 18, Fin's in for me.
2: Yeah. And I also think he could also be named on that wing depending on what type of the ward wing depending mm-hmm. on what type of role he's playing as well because he normally does start there if he's tagging a midfielder or something like that or a wingman but and um the, yeah so, just rolls
0: through gives him the sponge and goes you're about to get a bath today champ good luck <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> would,
2: you like, absolutely.
0: Would, would you like all right uh mitch uh, we've got one spot on that interchange left Uh, mate. And I've got about five blokes named here. So this is going to be interesting. Uh, (laughs) If it was up to you, mate, lead the charge, lead the debate. Who have you got for that final bench spot?
1: Yeah. Well, as you said, mate, there's quite a few. I'm looking at the list. Um, Look, I'm going to have to reward uh, what I saw from him this season. And again, I don't think this is going to cause a lot of debate, but I'm going to say Seamus Mitchell.
0: Shame. I like it. Yeah,
1: I think he was uh, very good at, t- at times last year. Uh, I keep saying last year because I'm in next year's mind. Uh, no, we this- know what you mean,
0: mate. Last season, yeah. last year. <laughs> no, nah, roll with it. You're good.
1: Yeah. Uh, yeah, this season, I think he's deserved a, a, a spot to start with uh, next uh, yeah, next season.
0: <clears throat> so Seamus is on my list as well, and I'm looking at this side currently. So it's fair to say that we've got effectively seven defenders Hardwick, Blank, uh, Weddell, Scrimshaw, Sicily, MP, and Amon rotating off the defensive side of the wing. It's fair to say that we've got seven forwards, Gunston, Chol, Moore, Ginevan, Lewis, Brewst, and we've got Connor McDonald on the bench. Um, our midfield depth of Day, Warple, Newcomb, Ward can go into center bounces. We've seen Moore do it. Connor McDonald, I'd like to see a little bit more of it. Nash yes, on the bench. Please. McGinnis, <laughs> McGinnis, uh in a tagging role will rotate through that midfield as well. I agree with you that Seamus is probably the guy I'm rewarding as well, but actually deep diving into the depth that we've got here. Are we looking at a guy that can only play one position? Is that, that that's the debate that's going on with me. Cause if it was up to me. I'd agree with you. Seamus would be there, but looking at some other guys on the list, we've got Cam McKenzie. Uh, it's, it's probably a bit cheap for me to say, but if we draft Daniel Curtin at pick four, at 94 kilos and 196 centimeters. I think he plays, but that's not the point of this little match committee here. Uh, Lauren, have you got some other names that stand out that aren't Seamus?
2: Yeah, so there's I I did have pick four there, actually, mm-hmm. as my last little pick. And then Seamus is the sub. Um, it could that could be swapped either way in in the end. But yeah, if we do end up getting Curtin, I think he goes goes in there. And I think Seamus, to not necessarily fault of his own, but he was just, um, he got the rising star and then was rested the next week and never got back in the side. Am I remembering that correctly? Yes. Yeah. So he just didn't get um, that consistency in the game towards the end of the year. He had some good games, but he just, yeah. And then he wasn't going as well as I would have liked at Box Hill for that maybe one or two games he played there, but um, yeah, so I think I'd want to either make Seamus sub or get him a couple of games in Box Hill to get back that pace and that ball sense that we saw him do so well at, yes, this season, not yeah, last season. God, God, with the years and all that, <laughs> yeah.
0: yeah, come on, Mitch, you sent us into a spot. <laughs> so, some guys before we lock in this spot, so some guys and jump in if I forget anyone that. A sort of in contention around that depth spots. We've got Morrison. We've got CJ uh, on this list. We've got Cam McKenzie. We've got Denver Granger Barris. Um, They're sort of the four that stand out for mine. Uh, Will McCabe, I don't think, is going to be round one ready. Um, Not only because of the moon boot, but a little bit lightly framed. And we don't really need another intercept defender in this side, as we've probably figured out uh, with the Denver experiment. Um, who looks like he could play potentially a Sicily style role, but when you've got a bloke who's the best at it in the competition uh, in your exact side, might be difficult for you to break through. Yeah, I, I'm I'm Seamus v CJ here. That's that's I'm I'm happy to sit on the fence and let, and let you two uh, go with it. What are we thinking?
1: Yeah, well, if you want someone that can play sort of multiple positions, you'd probably lean towards CJ at the moment. We already discussed putting him on a wing and we know that he can play back. So, yeah, I think for me, it's Seamus. I, I did say enough, and but uh, that spot could be, you know, tossed around quite a bit, I think. <clears throat>
0: okay. If we provisionally lock in Seamus at this spot here, I'm, I'm not doing it fully, but if we provisionally lock him, who's the sub? Lauren? So well, Seamus is number 22. Yeah. Who's number 23?
2: Oh, gosh. I would say I've got three. Pick, <laughs> okay. sorry, pick, pick four. Yep, Mackenzie
0: mm-hmm.
2: or um, Massimo. Mm. Yeah, but I think that. Massimo would. Yeah, might be less. We've got to see how the preseason goes, but yeah.
0: Yeah, I've got, I've got Massimo on my list as the sub,
2: mm-hmm.
1: uh,
0: as the number one man. Yeah,
1: yeah, hard to disagree. I haven't seen a lot of him, but uh, can play multiple positions. Do we, do we consider? Is CJ considered as a sub maybe to inject a bit of speed into the game? Obviously, you know, it's a tactical sub. Yes, you can obviously use it if someone gets injured, but does CJ get a chance? Okay, hey, mate, we know you're not quite in the best 22 yet, but we're going to start you as a sub a couple of times and see what he brings when he comes on to the ground.
0: I was actually thinking the flip. Can we kind of cop out and put Seamus as a sub and put CJ in the 22? Is, is CJ in your 23, Lauren? Uh
2: no. No. Not okay. at the moment. Oh, 23, yes. So yeah. as I yeah, thinking about it, that sub sounds pretty good. But I'm liking Seamus on the bench and CJ sub for the, you know, for the first round. I don't yeah, don't know how much um experience or, you know, back getting back into it, CJ will have and, you know, still got to work around getting the ball, getting the touch of the ball, feel of the ball at. You know, high the high pressure level. So yeah, maybe just give him. Hopefully, with no entries, uh, the last quarter and yeah, inject that speed in. I reckon that'd be great.
0: Yeah, imagine being knackered at three quarter time as an opposing side, and you look over at your opponent and it's CJ who hasn't touched the pill yet. Yeah. <laughs> Good luck. Yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah, definitely. And he's a he's a uh, crowd raiser. Everyone gets on his gets on their feet when he comes on. Oh, that's what I'm expecting to happen. So. Mm. Yeah,
1: hopefully. Like, and we saw Guinea play like a, a similar sort of role, yes, at Collingwood uh, as the sub in quite a few of their finals. I know he started in the grand final, but again, he just gives that little bit of life when he's injected into the game. I think CJ might be able to do that as well. You want your sub to be versatile. You don't, you know, you don't want a key position player because. You know, it's no good if a I... You don't want to start Jimmy Blanker's sub at Marvel yeah. Stadium well, one day? Sam that, Frost, that, mate. That, would, Sam Frost is yeah. a sub, yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> would, that,
0: would that seem silly? It seemed silly at Marvel, sitting yeah. there wondering why 36 is named at the sub, going, <laughs> hang on, they've mucked that up. That's not Seamus's number. What are we talking? <laughs> oh, it is James Blank. Oh, okay. Um, Sure. Why not? And then they kicked eight in the first quarter. So are yeah. we happy to lock in Seamus as our 22nd and CJ as their sub?
1: Yeah, well, I, yep. I think Seamus on on in the side, and then the sub. If you're looking at the sub for me, it would be either Massimo or CJ. Hmm. I, I would pr- I would lean towards CJ at the moment, and purely purely me because I haven't seen a lot of Massimo. Um, give him a shot, see what he brings into the side when he comes on a sub. As I said. You know, he can inject a lot of pace into the game. And Daz, you're touching it perfectly. If you know you're spent and yeah. on comes CJ, you're looking to go. I've got to run with him. No, yeah. thank you. No, thank you.
0: Oh, what's that? That's a little bit of hammy tightness. Oh, I didn't see this coming. Oh my goodness. I think I might have to wander off here. I think, this I, might, is not
1: good. I, think I might get go get subbed off.
0: <laughs> I like it. I know I'll give you one little tidbit about Massimo uh and Mitch before we finish up here. Uh, he's he's got a a half Matty suckling style kicking. Uh, action, and it's nearly as laser-like. All right,
1: well, oh. uh, can I change my answer? Get him in the side. <laughs> <there>. I love man
0: <laughs> I love him. I like, I like the speed though. I think we're locked in here with Sheamus and CJ. So just to recap before we head off, um, Dimmer, Jimmy, Blank, Joshy, Weddle, full back line, which just makes me happy. Uh, half back line, Scrimshaw, Sicily, Impey, no problems there at all. Uh, wing or center line, Ward, Newcomb, Amon, half forward line, Gunston, Chole Moore. Full forward line, Ginnivan, Lewis, Bruce. And every time I read that, it just makes me smile. Uh, <laughs> ruck line, Reeves, Day, Warple. And on the interchange bench, we've got Connor Nash, Connor McDonald, Finn McGinnis, Seamus Mitchell with our sub as Shankwath Gia. Can it be March yet?
2: Yeah, absolutely. I thought I was all footied out after the grand final, but then trade period came around and couldn't stop listening to trade radio. Oh, and... I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, I know. It was yeah, it was rough, but I got got all the info, especially on that last day, but um yeah, now I'm ready to go. I need it back. But luckily we got the girls coming the next couple. Still got four or five games left, is that uh, right? Yep. Yep. Yeah, so still got a Hawthorne team to watch. Out absolutely there, and, and coming good.
0: on and coming on for win last week as well against the uh the Swans. so the, yes. up against up against the tigers at kazali stadium tonight actually at the time of recording seven forty-five. Oh so goodness. we'll be getting around the girls hopefully you do too and if you are wanting some hawthorne aflw content timmy and liam from talking hawks have got their project soaring to new heights which let me tell you is going gangbusters in the aflw space so go and give them some support uh thank you lauren thank you mitch for jumping on what a 23 that is and uh if i could snap my fingers and make it mid-march i'd do it in a heartbeat and that's coming from two cricket nuffies like ourselves Mitch uh, as we well and truly know so we'll get past Pakistan and the West Indies with relative ease mate uh, my good man and we'll move on to round one next year hopefully against one of our biggest rivals you can catch the Talking Hawks podcast wherever you listen to your podcast make sure you share with a Hawthorne loving friend your one stop shop for Hawthorne audio content this is our best 23 for round one minus the injury of Chad Wingard we hope you enjoyed and most of all go the Hawks